I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. A production of iHeartRadio. Well, hello, my witchy poo. How are you <laughs> this day, whatever day it may be, in 2021? It is Wednesday. <laughs> it is? Oh, shit. Yeah, it is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. <laughs> so I'm doing great. On this Wednesday, my elf, how are you? <laughs> well, I think it's because this is maybe the second time in a year and a half I've had my hair down. And I, maybe it's hurting my hearing or I can't see. Well, and noted, it's a new haircut that hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> no, well, it hasn't. And nor has it been down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like my poor brain has been pulled backwards for good solid <laughs> year in a ponytail ponytail headache <laughs> exactly <Hashtag> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so on that very serious note mm-hmm. we should transition into the very serious note that we're talking about today so we're going to talk about supercharged kids and not the ones you can buy on a credit card that's not the supercharged we're talking about <laughs> no, no. or when kids supercharge right or when a kid has a credit card yeah exactly <laughs> this is about supercharged kids and we have a question actually for one of our listeners that we're gonna you know we really thought it was a great idea to turn this into a, a full episode so thank you marina so her message says I love I love how people address us because we did the one where someone was like, hi, y'all. This one is OK, ladies. <laughs> Getting down to I, it. <laughs> I love you people so much. OK, ladies. And I actually she's calling me a lady. So that's uh, a compliment. All good. <laughs> Doesn't happen very often. She's not calling me sir. OK, ladies. I was catching up on the podcast while taking a cleansing bath. I was listening to the Capitol okay, when I was... Okay, just love that. Just love right, cleansing bath? Yes. 
As I was listening to the Capitol, Capitol and I was thinking, I need to talk to them about kids. So the Capitol ends and then starts the show about kids and rocks. Amazing. Thank you. I have a six-year-old who has been home for a year. He is surrounded by crystals and rocks. He plays my singing bowl. He walks around the house cleansing with his little crystals. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Can you speak more about children? He saw things when he was younger. He hears things. He is semi-afraid. He doesn't like sounds. Thank you so much. Mm. He doesn't like loud sounds. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, Marina. Just like she said, okay, ladies. Okay, ladies. Okay, okay Marina. Marina. Let's, let's do okay, this. Okay, Marina. Let's go. <clears throat> so thank you so much for sharing your story and this beautifully tuned in child. And I think what's important to talk about, right? This is a six-year-old. And at the age of five is when the chakras start growing those filters over the top of, you know, over the top of the chakras. And so this is why under the age of five, you really want to be mindful of how, what children are exposed to, because they don't have filters to filter out the negativity. Things just go straight in. And that's why he was probably able to see some things and hear some things. This is not unusual because under the age of five is when children usually have their invisible friends, right? That adults can't see, but that are still there. And so this is a really tender time for kids. A lot of people will tell tell you stories of what they saw and what they heard. I know Disney has a show out now. I'm not going to, like the Wolf Wolfwalkers. Is that what it, that's what it's called? The Wolfwalkers. And, and it's these girls who connect and, and they see things and they didn't know about things. And anyhow, so it's it's like that. Well, there's the movie Par Paranorman was one of my favorite animated movies about a kid who, I mean, it's all he saw. He'd walk down the street and see something that had a very different world in his view than everybody else did. So it's Paranorman for those that want to watch it. Cute. I don't know that one. No. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah, I know you're not surprised by this. <laughs> but so so I just think, you know, acknowledging that he has these experiences that were real for him and that he probably didn't have context to put them in. So I would just let him know he can tell you about his stories and what he saw and his experiences and just validate them. Yep, sometimes that happens. You don't have to know everything about what he saw. You don't have, you just, if you can just say, yeah, that must have been really strange or yeah, sometimes that happens. Just let it be okay and don't judge it as, oh no, are you kidding? That's awful. Or, you know, that you need, no, back away, you know, be afraid of that. It doesn't mean that there aren't things to be cautious of. Of course there are, but but to, to have someone validate, like that's real for you. Okay, you think, you know, thanks for letting me know is super important. And so that's where I'd start off saying. And because he is extra sensitive to sound is probably because he has some clear audience going on and you know you hear all kinds of things <laughs> when that happens and let it just you know affirm for him that he can choose what he wants to hear and what he doesn't want to hear that he's in charge of him just like you would in you know like you don't let people touch your body in any place they want like you you're in charge <laughs> you can hold my hand right. that's okay or you can't or that's okay um fuck you fuckers i'm in charge exactly <laughs> we uh, haven't said that one in a while yeah that's always a good one <laughs> i think bren maybe too, not appropriate for a six-year-old but, but it's hey man if it protects them say fuck all you want yeah. six-year-olds if you're listening say it <laughs> just kidding no, i'm not kidding i am kidding no i'm not so i think something that's really also important and you're you're hitting on it i just maybe i'm going to say it a slightly different way in my more you know dramatic elfin way which is the worst thing to do when a kid is actually sharing this with you is to doubt them and to tell them it's not true right because that will scar them. Well, it may scar I them. I say scar. But most importantly, 
they're not going to tell you anything going forward. <laughs> no scarring. There's a scarring right there. Right. Because, well, they'll just know like, oh, I'm not safe with you. I'm not, mm-hmm. you're not going to unconditionally protect me, which is what adults want to be for kids, right? They want to be that safe right. zone. So you're telling them, this is how to work with me. And don't tell me anything I'm uncomfortable with. So, and, right. and obviously this listener is not like that or she wouldn't be asking these questions. But Of course, of course. But <laughs> this know. is just in general. For, yeah. And this is also, whether you're dealing with it or you have a friend or a family member that could very well be responding in that way to just be like, hey, by the way, yeah. just let them talk. You know, yeah. like if, if you're allowed or you can have an opening to do that, you know, it would really serve that child right. if, if it's possible. But I'm sure all this too, like, you know, reading this message, because it, it came from you. I mean, you're the one that sent it to me. And I'm sure it was very, like, you, you how do you not identify right. with that six-year-old? Because that was you. That was totally me. <laughs> right? I didn't have I anyone mean, to talk to. <laughs> so I talked to the spirits. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they were yeah. your invisible friends. Yeah, but, but they again, invisible I grew to you. up in a home like my my mom's great, but it was so chaotic because of the alcoholism. So I wasn't going to be the one to, you know, burden her with, hey, what do you do about the spirits? Like I just wasn't going. Right. It wasn't going to bring that up. There was no room for it. So yeah, I had never navigate that myself. But so just affirming, yeah, tell me more. You can you can bring all your stories here. I love hearing them. You know, and you're always safe, and you're always in charge, and I mean. You can also order those protection pouches and keep them by their bed yep. and say, these are your stones and this is what they do. And you can, you know, touch them every night before you go to sleep and like make it a little bedtime ritual to create safety for him. That, or for- it's, it's funny that you <laughs> say that. Because that's what I do. I, right. By the way, same. So if you guys, if anybody yeah. thinks that we don't do, use this stuff, you're sadly mistaken, we do. In fact, probably more than we should, if that's possible. But it's funny. I, I oh my God, oh boy, I gave you that's a nice one. I gave. I know, Look at so that. Good. That's a giant. I just pulled out a, a giant black tourmaline that my elf sent me. It's right next to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I sent you a giant box full. So it's interesting. I got a call from a friend of mine. His name is Neil Mulcahy. He doesn't listen, and <laughs> and so I'm gonna say his name. So Neil is a grandfather. He has four grandkids, and I'd given him like you know some pouches of stones like a few years ago or something when I was on my book tour. And one of his, I think his grandsons lost their pouch and he's called me up in a panic. He's like, will you please get me? Can you send me one? Like I've got to replace this. Because he said, he goes, I'm not saying I don't believe. He goes, because after this I do. He goes, but was I skeptical? Sure I was. He said, but I will tell you what my daughter and I agree to is that those kids are calmer and more peaceful mm. with those rocks than they were without. He goes, I don't know. He te- he said, he goes, I don't know what the hell's in that bag you gave me, Rieger, but good God, it works. <laughs> and he's just really Kids funny about slash it. slash adults slash humans. It, it, exactly. Exactly. Very funny. So I think what we should do is take a quick break because I want to come back and I want to tell some stories about parents. You are freaking me parents. out now with all these breaks I, you're calling me. I know, right? You're welcome. But I, so ha- awesome. I think there's some really great stories about some di- uh, kids in different circumstances and what parents did. So and, I think telling stories. Such- an important conversation so thank you so much for the question yeah okay and we will be back there you go no you can't say we're gonna be back that's my turn to say we're said, gonna be back i just said but well, there you go i just affirmed you <laughs> that's all i wanted <laughs> you are crazy <laughs> i never thought i'd take my three young kids to sicily to solve a century-old mystery but that's what i'm doing in my new podcast the sicilian inheritance Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily. As I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, 
which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we're back from Guess Who's Break? (laughs) The Elfin Break. (laughs) It's the Elfin Break. We are back from that. I would love, mm-hmm. if my witchy poo is cool with this, is that I would love to tell some stories because not being um, a parent in this lifetime right now, mm-hmm. other than two dogs, mm-hmm. and I've certainly been a parent to cats, you know, it's I, I don't have the experience in this lifetime of raising my own and dealing with the day in, day out of what it must be to have a gifted child because God knows if I did, it would be very gifted, let's be honest. Everyone's welcome to laugh at that. <laughs> it was meant for you to laugh. So if you felt awkward for a minute, don't. It's totally fine. Oh my God, I love it. Uh-huh, you're welcome. Uh, so a few years ago, two and a half years ago, when I was releasing, I'm gonna call it our book, Brenda, because you're in it, half <laughs> of it. So it just feels like it belongs to us. <laughs> Even though I had to write it. <laughs> the book that I authored. That's how you can say it. <laughs> right. Right. So the night before the, the night before it was like officially released, I was on George Norrie's Coast to Coast. Mm. And this and it was I just like love that an, sentence. I, I, well, it's a fun sentence. It was like an hour and a half yeah. long that episode, drop not the longer. Sentence. Right? It was <laughs> so it was cool. awesome. But so I cool. have to tell you guys, to do the show, he does them live. And <sighs> Oh, yeah. And I was like, I, you, I dialed in at midnight. Like, it's like you're full on yeah. when you do Coast to Coast. So, so the night before, I did this really long interview um, with George. 
and we're on first name basis. And the next day, I have because of course, like an, I, I mean, it was just kind of a stupid move, by the way. I gave them my personal e- email address. Because how can people get a hold of you? And I gave them my <laughs> Yahoo account. So I have this message. You know me. It's like I'm. I will eventually land the plane, folks. But I just have to like take a while, taken off. So next, I had a message from this really sweet guy. His name is Bill, and he lives outside of San Diego in Oceanside. And I had this really sweet note, and it's he was telling me that he heard me on the show, and his he was really afraid for his daughter, mm-hmm. who was like two to three years old. I mean, she's really Ooh, young, baby. Right. And so I was like, you know, I was in the middle of doing the book stuff. And I was like, I couldn't shake this guy. Like, I was like, let me see what I can do. I was couldn't shake him. I also wasn't confident in my own skills, let's be honest. And so we went to go see Andy, who is the mother to our godchild, who lives about half an hour from him. And I called him up. I said, hey, Bill, I'm in the area. Do you mind if I come over? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yes, please. Hi, Bill. I'm stalking you. <laughs> it, no, but seriously, that's what yeah. it sounded. It really yeah. felt that way. And he's like, well, let me check with my wife. I think it's what he said. Let me check with my wife. I'm like, don't worry, lesbian. It's all good. Like, if she's worried about any of that stuff, you're totally safe. I don't even know what's down there anymore. It's been so long. And by the way, everybody, oh Brenda is shaking her head in disgust. <laughs> So that disgust, just amazement. <laughs> amazement you just the words that in. <laughs> just fly out of my mouth. So before I went over to his house, I, which I always do, is like I fall into a meditation. I, I, I'm looking for what I need to know in advance. And Spirit showed me this little girl and showed me that she had a birthmark in between her eyes, like a, right over her third eye. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling Suzanne, I go, it's weird. I see a birthmark. She's go, marked. So she's literally I said, marked. She's yeah. literally, I said, yeah. so don't make me, don't let me forget to check that when we get there. Because sometimes I get excited or overwhelmed. Yeah. No, I understand. So we get there and I see this birthmark. Like she, so I'm like, okay, they were showing me the right person. So that was actually really cool. And then he proceeds to tell me some stories. And she had woken up a few days prior with scratch marks on her arms. Right? Yeah, that's not good. And, but by the way, this is a dad who reached out. Mom didn't, dad did. So I just want to be really clear. Dad, in fact, I have several dad stories. No so judgment. dad reached out. <laughs> no, but it's, a, but it's great though. It I mean, great. I'm saying it more to support and celebrate. Yeah. Like how far dads have come yeah. since I've been alive. And so yay dads. Yeah. And so he's reached out. So he's telling me the stories. He had a hard time getting her to talk because she was so young. I don't think she really had much of a, of a vocabulary. And so, of course, I did my typical, I bring over selenite and black tourmaline because I, I, I literally, everywhere I go, I go, I, That's I your jam. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's in my car, yep. right? Like I have a stash. I'm talking to her because I'm, I'm trying to pull out some stuff, have, but really casually. And I said, and I had held my hand out with black tourmaline and she like picked it up. She took it out of my hand and started placing it herself. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. First place she went, closet floor, right? Yep. Like this is what's happening. She's going to all the places of where she sees things that scare her. <laughs> and I just want to point out, like for those of you who are thinking, oh my God, this is an extraordinary child. And tr- clearly she is. Yeah. And when you affirm a child in a way like, hey, what do you want to do with these? What do you think you should do? They'll, they will grab them and they will use them because they, oh, yeah. they don't have noise about, oh, I don't know if I know how to do this. They don't have that. <laughs> nope. Just... nope. I mean, she made no bones about it. Yeah. She knew. She knew what to She go. knew why I was there. Mm-hmm. Which I think is really interesting. She knew why I was there. And then here I have these tools. 
and she was ready to go to work. Yeah. And I also think it's really powerful when you let them do it, yeah. like you said, because when they know, and it's confidence for her. It's right. like she needs to be able to take care of herself. Like right. who, nobody else going to take care of you for the rest of your life. It's you. Yep. <laughs> Not to be a bummer, but it's true. Yep. And so then I was, she was doing her thing and I'm out talking to Bill. And of course, like his wife's aunt comes through and that freaked her out. So I had to tell her about that stuff, but that's beside the point. So it was interesting because she started to kind of talk and she was like, I got the, you know, the, the scratches and the whole thing. And then we taught, I taught her, but I had her dad help me teach her about saying no, about her boundaries, about mm. teaching her that she's in charge, even at two or three, she's in charge the second you pop out, man. <laughs> and and she, clearly I've never have not had a child in this lifetime because nobody calls it pop out who's <laughs> no, actually had funny. a child. It's just, it's traumatizing to me to think about going through that. So we practiced and we practiced for her, like throwing her arm out and her palm facing out saying, no, you're not invited. Mm -hmm. You are not allowed here. And we did a whole practice thing. And can I tell you after that, she was fine. Mm -hmm. like, all she needed was just a few skills, yep. right? She just needed to know that she was heard, validated, and that the adults were there to help her, right? And to give her skills. Like, like her dad cared so much. He brought a stranger into their home. Right. You know, like I still, I love what kind of father this man is. Like I'm just so in awe that he went through that, right? It's so awkward. Big. It's weird, right? And But she now can deal. Yep. No, and again, this is the power of affirming, like, okay, you've got this going on. Obviously, the scratches are an indication as well. But this is, you know, there are a lot of parents who wouldn't believe that. Oh, she did it to herself. Oh, she's and I she did girl. not do it to she did right. not do it to herself. Well, clearly. But I can tell you hands down she did not I saw it. Yeah. She did not do it to herself. And again, sometimes ignorance and fear can be huge filters where people can't really believe you in what they're seeing. This this happens in a lot of abuse stories, sure. not just spiritual, you know, hauntings. <laughs> so, so that's such that's a beautiful story, and this empowerment and you know, discount, affirming what she was saying, you know, all tick the right boxes. Such a success story. It's so good. Well, and, we got we got a call from another another dad, and we this will is, tell that story. Ah, uh, you have to interrupt break. me with the damn breaks. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think 
we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back to our supercharged kids. My elf, you have another dad story. <laughs> I do. I do. Right. The patriarchy taking care of supercharged kids. I love these stories. Right. I, oh, I, I love it too. I mean, listen, I ha- obviously have daddy issues. And so when I <laughs> talk about these, but I love it because it gives me so much hope. And, mm-hmm. I get, and I know there's great dads out there. There's always been great dads out there. I just love these stories. And lots of great just, moms too. For sure. Lots of great moms. Yeah. But I don't have mom issues. So I focus on the great dads, right? Like this is <laughs> what happens. Tell your story. But yes, there's ph- phenomenal moms too. So this one is uh, actually Ohio. And this is a different kind of situation. And by the way, love this man too. He is extraordinary. He and his wife, you know, they're hardworking family, hardworking middle-class family. He actually drives, and I, I hope he's listening, he drives a delivery truck for Little Debbie. So mm-hmm. as you can imagine, he's my hero because anything cream-filled, right? <laughs> come on, Little Debbie, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, are you kidding? Those oatmeal sandwiches with the cream in the middle? Holy <laughs> mo, they're fucking amazing. I don't think those are keto. <laughs> they're not, I, but I can still talk about it. That's like, true. Like porn all day. <laughs> nice. So anyway, so he wanted to get in touch with us because his daughter was having was having some anxiety issues mm-hmm. and and they taking her to to therapy mm-hmm. but he wanted to check with us and be like you know just in case there's anything spiritual that we needed to look for that maybe she's seeing things so smart and he so right i mean so dialed in so open oh, come on that's so beautiful yeah love, i love, it's love, like love. i'm just obsessed with these dads yeah. they's just i'm obsessed with them and the fact that they're so caring about the and, and interesting both were daughter cases because mm-hmm. i have a, a mom story where i won't get into but that was about taking care of her boys so it's just kind of funny and i yeah. don't know if that means anything but <laughs> but so we had a really great a great talk about it and uh you know he actually got a protection pouch because that's like a great starter right like mm-hmm. it's, it's listen if that's the only thing you ever bought in your life when it came to crystals was a protection pouch take you far <laughs> it's the only it's really the only one you need if yeah. there's the only if you only pick one but 
you know, he is, they're starting to see some improvements, I think. And so it's just, it's just nice. And it, it, I was just telling this story more because, you know, these two dads in particular came in in two different ways, right? right. Like one came in like full on something's going on with my daughter because it was a different situation. Right. This other one was just checking in. It's like, tell me if there's anything else I need to look for because I want my girl to be good. Right. You know, right. like he wants her to be, have a happy life right. and have joy and whatever he can do, whether it's a therapist or talk to some, again, a stranger he does know about some advice and so i really admire that it's so beautiful you know i have a dear friend who was very sensitive very dialed in spiritually very gifted and when she was little she would see like her toys floating through the air and it terrified her so when of she, course it did <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> jesus she, that sounds like a movie right it, it really it, it was not in a good way <clears throat> and so when we met as adults and she's like wait what you you talk to the spirits like what are you doing and why what like like what like <laughs> she didn't she was so terrified she shut everything down and she didn't have mm. anyone to talk to she didn't have anyone could who could hear her or hold that space for her or help her navigate it and so you know we got to be friends and you know just now she's much more open and you know she's always been dialed in but she reclaimed this part of her, which is why it's so important to affirm them, to affirm children that says, yeah, this, this part of the world exists and it's fine. And sometimes it comes into focus and sometimes it leaves and it, you know, it's, it's fine either way. It keeps that door open instead of shutting it down. Cause you know, for three decades, she's like, no can do, mm -mm, shut it down. <laughs> and then she's like, wait, right. I, wait, you seem sane. I like you. You can do that. Like, it's okay. I'm not going to lose my mind. Like that's what she thought. Right. I, of course she thought that. Yeah, right. So. You know, and so for those adults that actually had and remember, you know, those experiences as a young child, and maybe you haven't tapped back into it, but here's the good news, you can. And it was interesting. Oh, do you want to say something real well, quick? I was just going to say, we've heard from so many people right in the DMs that are like, I remember this and I didn't, I didn't know what to do with it and I'm reclaiming it and thanks so much for the podcast. So now I know how to do it. And like, it's, it's, I'm just so happy yeah, that people can, just, can like reignite, yeah, I think. It's just the best word makes my heart it. burst open. I'm so excited for them. Well, it was the other day, a, a, a good friend of mine and also somebody who we're beginning to work with, her name is Catherine Gallagher. And Catherine is, she was in the uh, the Netflix show, You, Y-O-U. And then she was also on Broadway with Jagged Little Pill. In fact, she's an actress. Yes. yes. She's actually <laughs> nominated for a Tony and a Grammy. Wow. It's um, and it is exciting. And so Catherine's a good friend. She and I, you know, we talk a lot and, and, and we were having just a convo and I'm walking Sookie, my morning walk. And I said to her, I said, I, I, I think I have your grandmother here. You know, I think she wants to talk to you. So we had this really great chat and she ended up, of course, bringing her mother into it. It was really fun. It was very like healing for both of them. It was wonderful. But her, it, my point of this is that her grandmother said something, said something interesting because I was trying to actually close the door because I was done. I needed to move on, <laughs> you know. Move on with my day. Yes, I do understand. Yeah, because a lot of, well, of course you understand because they can hang around. Mm -hmm. And I'm literally trying to close the door and she's busting it back open and she's saying, wait a second, I just need you to tell her something. I'm like, what's that? She goes, tell her that her superpower is clairaudience. Mm -hmm. And she said, she'll understand. 
And I said, Catherine, your grandmother said that your superpowers are on. And she goes, oh my God. I go, what? She said, I used to hear stuff as a kid and it scared me to death. Yeah, shut it down. Yeah. And she shut it down. Yeah. And it was her grandmother on the other side that had to remind her of what her superpower is for her to reclaim it. And guess who started to reclaim her superpower? Yay, Catherine. Catherine Gallagher, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, I just love so that. Great. It's so great. It's so exciting. And it's so healing, right? Because they come in wired in this way and when you shut it down we literally lose part of you and we need everybody firing as a hundred percent right because we all came to the planet at this time you know with a purpose so we we need everyone firing a hundred percent it came with a purpose and to listen to the young ones too is important because they come in are, are, are these called the indigo kids? Is that what? I, I don't, I never get this right. Well, they, I There's mean, rainbow kids, indigo kids. I don't, I'm not sure what the right term is. Yeah, I'm, you can use this term indigo, but I, I find that a little limiting sometimes, actually. <laughs> so, Even though I like the color indigo. But yeah, the thing yes. is, like, these generations come in with, like, it feels wiser. Well, they come in, right? Right, because everything transcends. So they're coming in because, like, literally, our generation is, you know, brought in these kids at, at, a, at a different frequency, right? Every So we, we keep getting better and more improved and more t- tuned in to our the hardwiring and the possibilities and the gifts. So it's a really exciting time. It's a really exciting time. I do want to loop back just to our question that we had specifically. I want to address, you know, these kids have been home for a year now in the pandemic and schools have opened up and closed down and opened up and so, you know, different phases. But as more and more schools are opening up, I just want to offer up this remembering something we've talked about. And so just a, a gentle reminder that while kids are excited to go back to school, they're out of practice. Right. They haven't been around a lot of other people. And even though there will be physical distancing when they come back to school, possibly, I don't know, um, different schools are doing different things, but they're going to be energetically more tired coming back. And so it's really helpful to put like one thing you can do is when they come home. You can literally like throw them in a bath or throw them in a shower, you know, (laughs) like, hey, wash energetically, emotionally, wash all that off because it just helps cleanse not only the body, but the energy as well. Moving water is really helpful to get the energetics and the emotional components. Otherwise, they they literally are like little pig pens running around with little (laughs) emotional energy dust (laughs) bunnies all around them. Dust bunnies, right, right. Kind of like just like energy can cling to them or send them with a, a protection pouch in their in their backpack or something that can be helpful but or or getting a little fountain in you know one of those little house fountains in their bedrooms to to keep the emotional energy moving so it doesn't cling to them can be super helpful these are things that are soothing and for especially for our sensitive kids right those supercharged mm-hmm. kids that are dialed in and always kind of scanning and picking up on what other people need or talking about how someone's sad or i gave them part of my lunch cuz they were you know like those kids mm-hmm. who are always taking care of others and and really other oriented this can be helpful to help them clean their own energy space and emotional space. I the, love that. Yeah, and so, if they, if you want to toss a little bit of Epsom salt in that bathtub, yeah, exactly. That that can be super. Just put a yeah. little, just just cup of it, throw it in there. Mm-hmm. It's just it helps wash away stuff you can't see. Yeah. So these are just ways all kids are blessings. But if you have one of these super charged kids, you want to give them extra tools. That's right. And if they can't, you know, have time to jump in the shower or something like that, make sure they at least wash their hands and their face when they walk in the door. 
that can be helpful. Oh, that's good. That's a great idea. Yeah. Just get it off of them. Well, and then you certainly speak from, again, your place of experience. I was not a super, my supercharged as a child was hand-eye coordination. (laughs) That's true. Uh, I'm a killer at carny games, but I did not have invisible friends. So, but I have a lot of empathy Mm -hmm. and I can totally feel that for everybody and have certainly had enough experience now with everybody else's kids to understand how important it is of, of everything that we've talked about. And, you know, I, I just want to share one more story. I know we have just a little bit of time left, but when I was little, little, I remember, so I had to be under the age of five because I still shared a bedroom with my sister. And on the top of our bedroom door, I would see our dachshund, so like perpendicularly balanced on the top of the door. It, and obviously it was an energetic pattern. It wasn't the actual dog because <laughs> he was little, but but it terrified me. This visual terrified me. And you know, it's funny because even as an adult, I think, I don't know why it was so, like when I would see it, I, w- I would freeze in my bed and not be able to move until someone came through the door. So like, I, even though I was awake, sometimes the whole night, I would just wait till morning till mom came in to wake us up. Because it was just, it was very traumatizing for me. But it really wasn't, and I couldn't figure out like why I was so scared. I wasn't afraid of the dog at all. The dog was sweet. <laughs> but no matter what your child says, even if it's like, well, that's the dog. The dog's fine. Like, don't take it at at the face level because that was, I know, I understand now that that was a dark spirit trying to engage me, but take you know, veiling its true form in something that was familiar. But I knew it wasn't it wasn't the the essence of our dog. It was the essence of something else. And and right. so my point is in sharing this story that. You know, just keep affirming. Oh, is it? It's okay that it's scary. Tell me about that, and let's. You know, you can use a protection pouch or use. You know, Julie's training of the putting the palm out, like you know, stop in the name of love. Move. You know, mm-hmm. like you know that stop like, in the name. <laughs> <of> love. <laughs> oh man, I started it up <laughs> before you break. My but heart. but it is like that. You know, just you know, no, stop. Like what whatever it is that you can empower your child with. But but the point is, like if I had explained that to my mom she wouldn't have known to say oh right. gosh you know you trust your feelings yeah if it's it doesn't seem real it's not about the dog you can't hurt the dog's feelings because the dog's over here and the dog's fine that's something else you get to say no so just affirming and empowering them super important really helpful. i think that's a great that's a uh, that's a really great point bren because they can absolutely masquerade oh shape as these fr- yeah. oh f- 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 yeah them. I don't know why I just hesitated saying fuck because it's, it's a not child's like I've never episode. Said, that's why is a child. Is that why I went because I've seen that stuff. Oh yeah, holy crap! Are you kidding? Yeah, totally. I've seen that stuff. Yeah. So, so anyhow, I just I just thought that was an important thing to throw in at the end. I think that's an amazing thing to throw in at the end. So I want to thank our listener for this wonderful question that gave us a chance Marina. to address some of these things. Obviously, there's there's many many twists and turns, but mostly just. Love your children, appreciate them, and help them protect themselves. Did you guys just hear that? That was thunder. Oh, wow. I felt that throughout my whole body. We Sorry, guys. Take that Welcome as confirmation. That. <laughs> Holy crap. That was intense. Like, I felt it. And, and yes, and by the way, thank you, uh, Marina, for your question. Yeah. And I love your intro of OK Ladies. In fact, 
when you guys send us questions, entertain us with how you want to address us in the beginning. I love it. I love it when people are like, am I talking to witchy poo or a nerdy elf? Like, it just makes me giggle. So we appreciate the giggles. Love it. Thank you guys so much. And thank you, my witchy poo. Was, that was, I, I love your stories and your advice. Thank you, my elf. I love your stories. And I hope you're healing all your daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lifelong thing. It's good. Because so, our school is hard. <laughs> Without your lessons from the other side. Love you, my elf. <laughs> Bye, I love you too. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides or shoot us a note at Other Side Guides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.